0: disintegrating hey
7: in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach.
3: I got to ask you this, out there, Christian America.
7: It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Dobenmeyer.
3: Well, I'd like to do about four different things this morning, maybe five different things. I don't really, don't really know where to begin. It's so much, uh, uh, so much running through my mind right now. I had a, we had a tremendous. Tremendous weekend here at Sky High, and we're going to do a little bit of a debriefing on that. I really, you know, my heart's really, really uh, uh, overflowing with the desire to vent a little bit about uh, uh, the Roe versus Wade, the reaction to Roe versus Wade, where we are in America. My heart's full of uh, gratitude and thanks to uh, all the people, not only the people who came, the people who donated, but the, the volunteers. I, I was making a list of them this morning to, so I could acknowledge everybody. And I just got to the I, – I just can't do it because I, I, I'll just I'll forget too many people who did stuff. I got to acknowledge Betty. Betty earned her varsity letter this week, and she was really good. Steve Dick, his varsity letter. As soon, soon as I start down that list, I, I just – so I can't go down that list. But it was uh, – you know what I saw again? What I really, really saw is uh, people are looking for a place to serve. To, to do the work of their ministry. They're looking for a place to do it. And the churches are so, you know, say, there you go again, Coach, church passion. I'm not sure. I'm just telling you the truth, okay? If you want to take it as church passion, that's okay. I'm just telling you the truth, all right? You're just telling the truth. I, uh, I, I want to mention something about my daughter today. My daughter, uh, our daughter, our daughter Abby, who has four children, came home yesterday her husband as well came home from their church yesterday, and they were—they uh, were—I don't want to say enraged, but they were enraged because at their church, the church never mentioned the greatest event, religious, spiritual, moral event in the last fifty years—the reversal of baby murder—and not a word was mentioned from the pulpit not a word mentioned from the pulpit. It's because the pulpits become politicized. The pulpit, pastor is smart enough to know that they're pro-choice people sitting in, his con- in the congregation, which that's another issue, right? Pro-choice Christians. The hell does that even mean? Pro-choice Christians. And they always go to the same thing. What about rape and incest? Yeah, kill the rapist. Great idea. You don't want the baby? Put the baby up for adoption. They say, well, the woman didn't choose anything to get pregnant. No, and if you think it's a disease, people don't choose to get cancer, but they live with it. People don't choose to get AIDS, but they live with it. People don't choose to get whatever, but they live with it. It's only a baby. When a woman gets pregnant, it's got to kill the disease, which is the baby. Churches believe that crap. Churches. Churches believe that crap.
4: Amen, Coach.
3: I'm I'm, Quit egging me on. I'm going I'm going to come back to that cuz I'm in a, I'm in a really good mood today. Really am. A lot to rejoice over. And I want to uh, uh, I want to take you a little bit down a little bit memory lane on what we did this weekend. Not doing it to make any of you feel jealous, but it was a, uh, Sheila Holm. You guys know who Sheila Holm is well. We snuck Sheila in as one of our speakers this weekend. She closed us up on Saturday night talking about the deep uh, the deep Church, the deep church. The falsivity of denominationalism in religion. It was it was very very it was very powerful. And she told me afterwards. She said she said she speaks a lot of places. She'd never been to a group like we had there. She'd never she'd never seen anything like it. Excuse me, Spencer. Real quickly, uh, my God bless Myra. Myra, I'm going to let you pray us in here, and I'm going to try to open things up. Cause as I said, I got a thousand things I want to talk about, but I want to hear from you today. Now this is just a, um, um, go ahead, go ahead, Myra. God bless yes, Myra. Go God bless Myra and Bobby Lee who picked Myra up and Rusty who delivered Myra and, and uh, brought her all the way out here. And uh, how about this? And I heard from Vinny this morning, Vinny wrote, wrote Amtrak, took him all day and a half to get here. And then, Yesterday, I said, enough of that, Vinny. I bought him a ticket to go back on Greyhound, and what do you think happened? Greyhound got him to Cleveland and had no drivers to take him anyplace else. Vinny called me this morning. He's jumped on Amtrak again and is heading home. He, w- he went to the airport yesterday yesterday at uh, 4 o'clock. He left 4 o'clock yesterday, and he's just now getting out of Ohio. He had no, he had no credit. He had not use credit cards. So they wouldn't take a credit card. He couldn't get a hotel. Uh, Folks, it's it's falling all around us. So I appreciate those of you who made great sacrifices to be here. Go ahead, Myra. Yes,
8: Coach. I will be delighted to do so. It is written in Isaiah 4031. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, Thank you, and Lord. they shall walk and not faint. Amen. I welcome the Holy Spirit and Jesus to coach Dave Huddle. I release the anointing that breaks the evil. And God bless you. In Jesus' name.
3: Amen. 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 We had a great we had a great Amen. Sunday service yesterday. I wish you could have been there, because it wasn't like wasn't like you did, church. Promise you, it wasn't like you did, church. It was the body of Christ coming together and it's Clay's over here. Clay's still here, and Steve's still here, and Johnny Burkeen's still here. I think my wife's still here. And uh, a lot, a lot of a lot of really, really good stuff. Let me let me focus in on something here. Pull those pictures up there real quickly, and then let me get me uh let me move on. But a little bit hoarse today. I feel good. that that's an aerial photo of our setup at Sky High. Pretty cool. Just Run through it there real quick. Uh, how about that? Roger put on the most unbelievable uh, fireworks display for us. That's our lighted cross, and that's a couple guys up top of the cross as the fireworks are being launched. Uh, and they, Wow, Bob, Bob Evans, every time I think of, think of that, or see that cross, I thank you, Bob. I want you to know that. I think he's one of them up there, by the way. That's just some of the crowd hanging around. Randy sitting right here, his old beard on. Um, good crowd. There's Brockoff. Next one, Tom Dunn did a great teaching for us on spiritual warfare uh next one just another picture we'll get some more ready for you tomorrow uh, our 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 speakers were unbelievable unbelievable couldn't have been any better than what we wanted pam popper dr pam popper uh she uh, she didn't say it but i said it. break their teeth she's raising money and she's breaking their teeth <laughs> she ain't taking no mercy she said this is war boys and girls this is war, and if you want to pl- sit around and play and the Winks, go for it. This is war, and John Disland, all seven foot of him, did a wonderful presentation. And Sheila Holm last on, on Saturday night it was unbelievable. And Chad was at uh, was the host ex parte, whatever that word. No, that's that's the wrong word. Extraordinaire. thank you, Chad. Tom Dunn did a great job. Whom i forgetting. Whom? Whom? It doesn't matter. They're all. It was great. It was great.
7: Mitch Marcheski.
3: Mitch Marcheski, the attorney, Mitch Marcheski. Oh, my goodness. It was all good. Hey, yes, yes, all the videos will be available. Bobby, there's me, there's me and John Bislin again. He's seven foot, I'm six foot. Now, whatever. Uh, John did a, did a wonderful, wonderful presentation. They will be all available in post. That's Mitch Marcheski. Thank you, whoever's doing that back there. It's Attorney Mitch. He said the same thing play to win. If you're not going to try to win, don't get a lawyer. And you better try to win, and you better get a lawyer. You better get ready because it's going to get worse and worse and worse. He gave a great, great presentation. Randy's spellbound as you can see. Kay says, "Oh my goodness, never heard anything like that." Huh? What? Oh yeah, that's and uh, Mike Blake's wife Bonnie. God bless Mike and Bonnie who put Randy and, and, and Kay up. Um, appreciate all that. Uh, I'm talking in circles. Don't mean to be talking in circles. It was a, it was a it was a wonderful trip. Um, uh, Coach, what do you want to say now? Uh, I, I want to acknowledge something I put right down here real quickly. Let me see one. Oh, Carrie Maday. Just got word this morning that Dr. Carrie Maday was in an, uh, an automobile accident. Don't know many details on it. It was a bad accident. She is alive, but we don't know the degree of her injuries. So I would ask somebody right now if they've just uh, lift up Carrie Madey for us. Who would say, Coach, I'll pray for Carrie? I'd be honored to do that.
8: I will be happy to pray for uh, Dr. Gary Marais.
3: Go ahead, Ma Go ahead, Mel.
8: Yes. God, Father, in the name of Jesus, through faith, because we cannot preach you to faith. Um, I pray the hedge of protection upon Gary Marais, that she was an accident, Lord. But we know that greater is he who is in us than the one who is in the world. So, Lord... We know that you got this covered, and she will be okay. And we plead the blood of Jesus Christ over her, all her possessions, her mental health, her health, everything that belongs to her in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: Amen. Continue to pray for Carrie all day, if you will, folks. Just continue to do that. I don't know any of the details. and I, I don't know the – I can tell you this. <clears throat> can I have five minutes? Give me five minutes here. Uh the left is unhinged now. They're unhinged. Not only are they unhinged, the police are on their side. And the police are on their side because Cool Hand Luke's playing out right before us. Just doing my job, boss. Just doing my job. I can show you videos. I have videos of street preachers being beat up, Bibles being torn up in front of them. Those are hate crimes, by the way. Please stand by watching it happen. Um, uh, and, and the Holy Spirit laid this on me today. I said, "Lord, what, what is that? What's going on?" And He just said, very softly, as "Only the Holy Spirit can say." He says, "Ah, uh, when lawlessness will abound, the love of many will wax cold." That's what He. That's what the Holy Spirit said to me. He said, "Coach Dave," although I don't think He used my, my name. He said, if "Lawlessness is abounding." It's, about, it's everywhere you look. We now, have, we now have public officials, actual states, saying we will not enforce a Supreme Court decision. Lawlessness is abounding. Why? Well, the love of many is going to wax cold, okay? Love of many is going to wax cold because of lawlessness is going to abound. And I did I put that in? I probably didn't. I got so daggone busy here this morning. Spencer, if you will... Uh go to Webster's for me. God, I can't believe I didn't have that link ready for you. I'm sorry, folks. Head spinning. Look up uh, uh what's the word I wanted? Because lawlessness of be well-bound, love of many will. Oh I've lost I've lost my train though. I'll come I'll come back to that that aspect of it. I can't believe I didn't I didn't put that somewhere.
8: Matthew well, twenty
3: four twelve is the one that you yeah, just I, said. I, wax cold, here.
7: coach. I think that's what you're looking for, wax cold.
3: Uh, thank you, but it's not wax cold. It was uh, because, uh, because, oh, I know, uh, not lawlessness. What's, what's, what's the scripture say? Because, uh, inequ- no, because, uh, 20- now stop it. Stop it. I'm thinking. The word I'm looking for. I had it on Webster's. I can't believe I don't have it. Hang on. Inequity. Uh, no, thank you. It's not iniquity because what? yes, iniquity. Put iniquity up there. Iniquity. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Iniquity. Iniquity. Because iniquity will abound. That's what the scripture says. Because iniquity will abound, the love of many will wax cold. Now, the Lord, iniquity, sin—is that what it is? Because sin's going to abound. No, because where sin's abound, grace much more abounds. It's not the same. What's iniquity? And like I always do, said, "What? What is that, Mr. Webster?" Mr. Webster said, "Iniquity is injustice." Is that amazing? Is that amazing? It's not sin. It's unrighteousness and a deviation from restitute. Number two says it's a want of restitute in principle, as a malicious prosecution originating in the iniquity of the author, a particular deviation from restitude. And I said, okay, Lord, all right, what's restitute? What's restitude? What is it, Lord? I read it three times after Mr. Webster acting like I know what it is, but I don't. What's restitute, Spencer? Restitute, R-E-C-I-T-U-D. What is restitute? In morality, it's rightness of principle or practice, unrighteousness of mind, exact conformity to truth or to the rules prescribed of a moral contact, conduct, either by human or divine laws. Restitute of the mind is the disposition to act in conformity to any no standard of rightness. Is that Unbelievable. There's no restitute. There's no conforming to truth anymore. You see this? The restitute of conduct is the actual conformity to stand such standards. The police have no restitute. The government has no restitute. Our churches have no restitute. There is no standard by which people are expected to live. There is no standard. And I don't know if you're smart enough to figure this one out yet or not, but I was watching videos all morning since I got up, Clay. I've been watching stuff all morning. And if you don't understand that the pro-abortion people on the street are anti actually the same damn people, I don't know what to tell you. I'm, hey, folks, I'm going to tell you something. Pro-choice women, unless they're hags and lesbians, are not taking to the streets. Oh, there may be some young girls who are caught up in it. And some old, old hate-filled women. But the average person is not, they're not out on the streets. They're not out on the streets. And you can't even walk into church on Sunday morning after the greatest victory. After God delivered the greatest victory. God's grace and mercy held back the flood and stopped the judgment due upon America by giving us a reprieve, and not one church in a hundred even mentioned it. Not one church in a hundred. Dale's got his hand up. I think it's worth hearing. Come on in, Dale.
9: And as I said yesterday, coach, because the abortion murderous spirit is rampant in the church based on parents simply not wanting children because children are inconveniences to their life in the church.
3: It is. It's an inconvenience to the life of the church. And the pastors won't talk about it because they're pro-choice women, Christians who believe that it's a woman's right to murder her unborn child. What has happened to us, friends? Pull up, AJ. Number three, guys know AJ. We had him. He was the guy who went and captured the little aborted babies. Remember him? We had him on the show. And uh, this popped up in my feed. We're not going to watch all of it. uh, This, this is my heartfelt feeling as well. Abby and Morgan, I want you to know I'm proud that they said they're going to confront their pastor because that uh, my daughter. And her husband went to church yesterday and the word not a mention of the word. So God grants us this huge reprieve, and we don't even go in church and fall over on our face and thank him for it. Thank you, Lord, for holding. We don't even do it. We don't even do it. Don't even mention it. Go ahead and play AJ there very quickly.
10: So, I am incredibly grieved this morning. Um, Man, I could cry if I wasn't so angry. I was so excited to come to church this morning because um, I wanted to celebrate with God's people. 50 years of bloodshed has been repented of by the highest court of our land And I was so excited to come and just rejoice with God's people for what he has done in his act of providence and mercy and grace to have this in this land. And so I found the best church I could find. Everybody was saying this church was so amazing. Um, Man, so I come with all of my friends today to this church and it's just another Sunday, man. Just another Sunday, no mention of what God has done, no rejoicing, no shouts of praise, no feasting in the church of the living God at all. Man, the treachery and self love of the American church is unfreaking believable. God, in His providence and His wisdom and His mercy, unspeakable mercy, allows the court, the highest court of the United States of America, to repent of 50 years of a horrible bloodshed. And it's just freaking crickets. Crickets. The only mention of Roe today was that the people of God shouldn't boast. What is freaking wrong with this country? What is freaking wrong with this country? I am so grieved. My heart was so overjoyed today to come and just celebrate that the that the streets of D.C. might be filled with the remnant of God's people at this particular church and might reverberate with the praises rejoicing for God and a remnant of his own here in DC at the most reformed church I could even find. And it's just crickets, crickets, crickets. This is why abortion happens in this country. It's not because of the pro aborts. It's not because of these leftists. It's because the church of God and their apathy The church of God and their indifference and the silence of freaking pastors. Man, I I, I had to, I mean, I I stayed for all but 10 minutes of that sermon or the, the service and I had to leave because everything inside of me was just going to scream out. What are we doing? Where is the feasting? And rejoicing in the house of god where is the sermon about god's deliverance and his mercy and what he's done to to institute justice and how the people of god should be a part of that and you are called in your individual vocation to be an ambassador for justice for the pre-born neighbors and the gospel of jesus christ and what it was is another self-centered psychological babble of how Jesus is good for you. I'm so freaking sick of it. I'm so sick of it. Me too, AJ. Amen. Me too. Amen.
3: Amen. Okay. Okay, AJ. Thanks. Thanks. I want to rejoice. I want to, I want to, I felt really, really bad. Clay and come on over. I got Clay's gonna jump in here with me a second. I felt really, really bad because uh I said, you know what? I should have shut down our our event, and we should have been out on the streets. This is was the weekend. This is the week to be out on the streets. Wow. This is the time to get loud and proud. We should be standing out on the street corner, worshiping the Lord, holding signs. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, belt abortions over, because the pro-aborts are out there doing it. They're out there trying to overthrow America, and we're hiding, and we're, oh, it's so right, self-centered, self-focused Christianity. It is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Friends, Almighty God stayed his hand of judgment on America, and the churches didn't even mention it. It's truth. Oh, don't listen. Don't send me an email about your pastor. There are always exceptions. But if your pastor is so strong from the pulpit, why ain't he getting any other buddies with him? Because there ain't nobody going to win this game by themselves. I'm more encouraged than ever. We're, we're doing something. We're moving forward. We're winning. We are winning. We're going to win. We just still need a, another cup of cold water in the face. You guys understand? You understand the hand of God was stayed And dare I say it, because of Donald J. Trump. If Hillary Clinton had won the last election, do you know what the Supreme Court would look like? Have any idea? Trump can go to heaven now, as far as I'm concerned. His job has been done. And like it or not, the murder of unborn babies is no longer a constitutional right made up in the penumbras of the Constitution. 49 years ago. I know, Craig, significance of 49. I get it. A Deck, I get it. 49. Okay, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let Clay come in. Uh, Anybody, I I got a list of I want to try to turn the show over to you guys as much as I can. A little bit of testimony time, those who were here. Listen, I want you guys all to glory in the fellowship that we had. I want it to rub off and fall on your shoulders as well. But I don't want it to be a rub it in. We were there. You weren't. I don't want you to think that's what it's about. It was a marvelous, marvelous weekend. Marvelous weekend. Every time, every speaker, there were only four of them. We turned Sunday morning service into, what do you think? And people got to tell tell us what they thought. Rather than having to sit there and listen to some six-foot icicle, tell us what he thought. And we really messed up because we did praise and worship at the end of the service. Rather than at the beginning. Clay, what do you think? Come on, slide on in there, man. I wanted to dump some uh Gatorade on your head. Man, I did I deserve Michelle needs some Gatorade dumped on her head. That's for man, sure. Absolutely.
5: Go and, ahead. And Betty Perkins. Uh I don't wanna also say anything that makes anybody feel like, hey, uh you should have been here, you know. But the thing is, if you've ever had any great, great memories of going and sitting on the front porch at grandma and grandpa's house and all your cousins are running around <laughs> and you're throwing horseshoes or, or playing in the yard and eating the homemade ice cream and somebody sitting there hand cranking it. That's the kind of stuff that this creates coach. Yep. It's not entertainment. You're not paying your money to go get entertained. What you're doing is, is going to a family reunion Yep. and, uh, you know, two two and a half years ago, I wouldn't have thought that I would be so excited to drive six hours and see family members that I love and cherish, and create new memories. Amen. On by the way, his first day without a job. And another thing, Coach, Clay,
3: Clay's job ran out on Friday. He now doesn't have a job. Rejoice, Clay.
5: That, amen. Amen. And it was a, and I slept good for the first night in uh, probably 15 years, in a little uh, trailer there on Sky High. And if you ever ask yourself, should I bring my children, should I take my children to one of these things? Well, let me tell you, uh, there were children playing foosball. There were children running around on the four-wheelers and and playing, shooting firecrackers. Uh, And here's another thing that the children got to see. They got to hear spiritual music. They got to hear Dave Dale Socia. Uh, singing and preaching they got to hear their parents and other people that they that their parents love uh they got to be in a christian
3: environment all weekend long
5: and they got to hear stories of people that's got broken families right now and see the emotions that they're going through and see how much it impacts them and they got to see people pray for each other uh,
3: folks uh, it was very obvious sunday morning under the big top the God's after families. That was, that was the focus of the, the, the message where the Lord took it. And w- it was right. Clay praying for one another, right? Encouraging one another, people sharing their hearts with one another, bearing one another, another's bur- burdens. It was church, man. It was
5: church. And, uh, it was great. Anything else, Clay? Well, what about, what about the people that, uh, somebody wrote by and, and threw some tire attacks? Yeah.
3: Out? We don't even want to give them any yeah, glory about but that. Here's can.
5: the thing. Here's the thing. The children went down there and got to pick those tire tacks up out of the driveway and then had to have a conversation about, you know, why are people throwing tire tacks out at us? We're just up there eating ice cream and apple pie and we're trying to save babies. And people hate you for doing it. So we're doing exactly what they want us to stop doing. That's
3: right. Because lawlessness will abound. The love of many will rack wax cold. Folks, I'm going to warn you of this right now. The good old boys ain't feeling so good. And this ain't going to turn out good. Because lawlessness will abound, the love of many is going to wax cold. And Clay, dare I say it, it's about time. It's about time we started loving the things the Lord loves and hating the things the Lord hates. Amen. It's about time. But that's where we are.
5: I love all of you. Thanks, everybody that got to come. I'm so glad to see you.
3: Clay gets his third varsity letter, by the way. He did. He's did, he did good. He's here, going to help me a little bit today. I got a crazy busy day. Crazy busy. All right, Jonathan, come on in.
6: Um, <laughs> I think we should rejoice because of what people are feeling at churches, because they got to come out. The Lord, you know, Revelation 18, come out from among them, lest you be participant in the plagues that I'm going to send upon the church. There is a season that we're going to head into, it's going to get worse, right? Amen, amen. People, individual believers that walk with God or struggle trying to figure it all out need to see this. This was perfect. This is a litmus test. If your pastor ain't talking about real stuff, then you're in the wrong church. And then they're going to go searching and they're going to find people like you. This is We got to get ready for the harvest. This is what God has to do to show his people how dead the club is it's a club it's not the church, yeah. we're the oh, church. I, I, we're
3: the i'm telling you boy did did uh, sheila home uh, t- open that one up on saturday sunday go ahead i'm sorry
6: we are the ecclesia the called out one
3: we're, we're it dude we're we got to get loud and proud folks we got to get loud and proud by that proud of our savior not proud of who we are not proud of christianity proud of our savior we got to get loud and proud the the, the status quo Nicer than Jesus, ain't gonna it ain't gonna work anymore, friend. It ain't worked for a long time. We're just seeing the fruit of the fact that it, it ain't worked, right? Huh? And you know, you know why they announced Roe versus Wade three weeks early and tip them off? So Antifa and all those guys could get organized. It's the same people that burnt Seattle are now on the streets complaining about Roe versus Wade. They couldn't care less about life. Church isn't out on the street. I just got a text message here. From uh, our friend Casper McLeod. Thank you, Casper. Ask how how Sherry uh, Carrie today? That's his friend. He's her pastor. She, uh, I said, is Carrie okay? He said she will be. She's in surgery at the moment. She left me a voicemail during the night saying she felt lucky to be live, be alive. I'm planning to go see her soon. Huh, let's keep this quiet for the moment. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I didn't know that. Oh no. Okay, I'll keep that quiet. Wow. Wow. Blessings. Thank you. Thank you, love, for taking care of Gary. Uh, the Dennis, come on in. Wow.
1: Yes, coach. I just, you know, I brought my uh, three youngest children up to Sky High this weekend. And the whole, you know, the trip up there, they're siblings, right? They bicker. They, they, you know, they. I'm not touching you. Are we there yet? You know, the whole, the whole trip up there, you know. But, you know, to watch them transform over this weekend and, you know, the only thing they've ever known is, you know, to sit in a pew and, you know, listen to a sermon and, you know, uh, maybe, you know, maybe be an altar boy at the service or whatever. But when I asked them on the way home, like, what did you think? Like, even my youngest, she's like, it was like beautiful. It's like, it's nothing I've ever seen. And, you know, I felt so enlightened and the whole ride home, they were giggling like that whole body laugh where they... We're just enjoying each other again like a family should. It was just I give honor to God and, you know, to for taking us through the whole mess that he did to get us to this point. But the the end product is just so beautiful. And I, I want to thank you and everybody that was there to help put that together because I'm just, re, I'm, you know, I'm seeing the benefits in my own family.
3: Amen, uh, Dennis. Amen. Amen. Beautiful children. By the way, uh, I'm, not, I'm not, not being distracted. It was an airplane crash Carrie was in. It was an airplane crash, a small plane, not a car. Uh, uh, Roger.
0: Dave, um, fellowship, wonderful. Sunday morning, beautiful. Um, The Roe versus Wade. We continue to see the pastors in the church hide from the only healing for the women that have had abortion.
3: Roger, they're hiding from victory. They had a victory and they kept hiding.
0: I agree, but women, and and I don't say this, I say it very seriously, but uh, I say it with love. Women that have had abortions, there are probably some on the queue, some listening now. In my humble, biblical opinion, the only healing of what took place in your life is the healing that Christ offers and the pulpit will not tell them that the pulpit is afraid of getting them upset and offending them. When in the reality, it is the only medicine for healing Christ Jesus.
3: Amen. Roger. And one of the things that Sheila home pointed out, i want guys that folks, I want you to think this, if you really want to, you really want to get to the nutty buddy of it. Go to your pastor or your elder, elder board and ask this one very simple question. How much of the money that comes into our church leaves our church? Think about, Folks, think about it. The expenses of running a local church. How much of it is actually spent on evangelism? Randy, come on in. Good, Good to coach. see you, Randy and
11: Kay. God bless you guys. Thanks for yeah, coming. Coach, I wouldn't take anything for for this weekend we had, Coach. It was worth any more than money. There's no comparison. What happens to you when you when you get involved with with what God's doing, Coach? There's nothing like it. I, you don't know how to describe it. So I just want to say this, Coach. I saw every one of the fivefold ministry operate this week.
3: Amen, brother.
11: I saw all of that operate in Operation Coach. It may have been one-on-one, but it, it could have been in the crowd. It could have been, it didn't matter, but I saw it. You know how many times I've seen that in the church, Operating Coach? I've never seen all of them operate in, a, in an organized church in my entire life. Maybe one or two, maybe three, but I saw all five of them. Coach, that tells me God is equipping his saints.
3: Yes, for sure.
11: Outside the system.
3: Outside, outside of that. We also, system. should I
11: tell him this, Coach? He, God has put a, He's put a showcase of, a, of what a church should look like. He's He's walking it out. We're walking yeah. it out, Coach. It's
1: revival.
11: Hasn't seen this church. They've seen the fake church, Coach. They're going to see the real church, and the power of God that we're going to walk in is going to be unbelievable.
3: Amen. 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 Johnny Brukine, jump on in there, Johnny. Johnny Uh, came. Johnny came all the way up from Mississippi. Johnny's Johnny and I go back twenty years. He's a on the street minister, drives a truth truck, fights for unborn babies. It's an honor to have you here, Johnny.
7: It's an honor to be here. I'm just uh, adding to what uh, what y'all were just saying. That uh, I just said revival. I mean, this recharged my batteries. This is a great time. Uh, Got to meet a lot of new people and. Just uh, always enjoy these kind of gatherings.
3: Amen, amen, Johnny. God, God, God bless you. Uh, (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, Let's see. I'm looking at people. I get try to get new folks in here. Go ahead, Teresa. Come on in. And Julie, can't hear you, dear. Julie.
8: Good morning. Oh my gosh, the weekend was amazing. I've had family. I felt closer to you guys than I did my own family <laughs> and the love the, and, and the truth. And I've learned so much. And I just want to thank you coach. I want to thank everybody on here. And that was there, the, the teachings that they taught. God bless you all. Thanks.
3: Amen, Julie. Thank, thanks for being part of it. Susie.
8: One word, rich. Thank <laughs> you. all. I love you all. I had a blessed weekend and can't wait to see y'all next year.
3: Recharges our batteries. We're organizing a team. Yeah, it was the church service. I even hate to use that. It was It was just awesome. It was just awesome. It was participatory. We started out with what Second Corinthians. I can't remember where it was, but everybody has a song. Everybody has a a, a, a word. Everybody. Everybody. Church is supposed to be participatory. <laughs> You're supposed to do something there. And you know what the old football coach sees? I've seen it many, many times. I could tell in in the midst of a football game, often in a football practice, whether a guy was timid or not, whether he he would really go throw his body into the pile, if you know what I'm talking about, if he would really run down the field full speed and wedge bust. Would he do that? But I also saw this, that sometimes even our best wedge busters – Some of the guys who were literally all in, a lot of times they didn't perform very well out of confusion. They weren't sure who to hit. They weren't sure what they were supposed to do. And it created a timidity in them. That's what I see in the church. There There are wedge busters sitting in the pews that don't know what they're supposed to do. Nobody's ever called on them to run a play. Nobody's ever called on them to kick out the defensive end. Nobody's ever called on them to isolate the linebacker. Nobody's ever called on them to to blitz from the backside and and sack the quarterback. They're sitting there waiting to have a play to run. And yesterday, we tried to pull that out of them. Dude, come on, dude. Quit counting on your wife to pray. Come on, dude. They're the most untrained men in the church of any time in history. I, I, sorry, I just called. Just, that's what I see. Teresa, try to come in now.
8: Okay, hey, thank you. Um, I just want to say, yes, I, I agree. Everything was just fantastic this weekend. It's the first time I've been able to come for the weekend, and it was amazing. And I loved meeting everyone. I also want to add that the Akron Beacon Journal on Sunday – Showed a doctor doing an abortion They had a picture at front, front page Of course they didn't show the baby They said that the doctor was guiding a resident in a procedure but oh, it was all nice about, Yeah it was all about Roe versus Wade So if you got, want to open the chat I'll put the managing editor's name And um, the phone number up there If anyone wants to call and complain about it
3: Okay you can put it in Hey listen they're already the enemy They don't give a crap real quick. Thank you Teresa Hey uh, Spencer real quick Pull up uh, number. What is it? I'm sorry, friends. I want you to see this. Here's why. The, here's why the right wins. A uh, number one. Pull up number one. Uh, the left. The left fights together. I saw this at the first thing this morning. Thought, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Granville A L G Granville LGBTQ plus community celebrates pride and ready to fight. After Roe reversal, so can somebody tell me why the hell the queers care about Roe versus Wade? You know why? Because they're all on the same team. They're all on the same team. And of course, our local newspaper wants to make sure that we know that those of us who who love Jesus, uh, we're the bigots. We're the. This is all about bigotry. All about bigotry. All of it, this whole article, all about bigotry. And thank God the gays and the abortionists, they're bringing unity to to America. Oh, good. Let's just have butt sex and kill babies, and we'll all be unified. That's the message, friends, that our media is feeding us. Can I tell you something? Churchgoers read this crap, and then they go to the church, and the pastor don't say anything against it. What What a time. (laughs) What a time to be alive, man. Turn up the volume. Turn up the volume, baby. Turn up the volume. Myra, come on in then, Reggie. Colleagues. Uh, right
8: yes, Coach. I just want to say thank you to Michelle. She was just... She has Marvelous. the spirit of service. Marvelous. Yes, thank you. Yes, she is so beautiful. And also, uh, what? Um, when I was leaving with um, Kay and... Um, Randy told me about 2 Kings. We had enough manna to keep us going for 40 days. Psalm 145 says, I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and exalt your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. Hallelujah. Amen.
3: Amen.
8: Amen,
11: Hallelujah.
3: amen. Amen, Myra. Good word. Reggie.
12: Coach. I was gonna say something else, but I'm really emotional, so I'm not gonna say hang on, it. A second.
3: hang on a second. Hey, get that get those homosexual guys off my screen. Would you please go ahead?
12: A lot of transformation took place this weekend, and a lot of people don't even know that transformation took place within them, and I saw it. But the one thing that I will not—I well, take away. I take away so much, but God permitted a moment. And if you recall, I approached you, where everybody was kind of congregating and socializing, and I walked up to you and I said, "Hey, Coach, did you ever look on the upon your people here?" And you say, "Wow, I made that." Well, before I did that, I had saw it was almost like the seep-hearted of people. And I saw you standing there all alone. Usually, you guys got somebody in your ear.
0: Hmm.
12: And there was so much light about you, and you were you were held up by the hand of God. I'm sorry, and it was so beautiful. If I heard those words out, that's why I asked you that. I did all this, but I know you were glorifying God. You weren't yeah. taking the credit, but you. It was just beautiful. It's really hard to explain what I saw. And I just, you're such a beautiful person, coach, and I don't think you realize who you really are. And I want to tell you that. And thank you for this weekend.
3: Amen. Amen, Reggie. Uh, I i don't take compliments well. Michelle takes them even worse. Amen. And here's my response when people say nice things like you just said. I'm just doing my job. <laughs> I'm just doing my job. <laughs> well, what's so... Honorable about that. God's given me this gift. He's given me this anointing. I'm just doing my job. Michelle, thank you, Reggie. Roger, Michelle.
13: Um, hey, good morning, team. Um, yeah, I have, do you already have a T-shirt with just doing my job on it?
3: i about to get one, huh? Just doing my <laughs> job.
13: Yep. Um, Reggie, that was beautiful and very heartfelt, and I feel the same about Coach. He's very inspiring. Um, But in other news, you had had brought up about the um, people of the gay pride being on the same team as the people in the abortion.
3: Yeah, why why do do homosexuals care about abortion?
13: Well, they they understand that it leads to the same error. I think it was Supreme Court Thomas who said that, um, or Justice Thomas that said the Supreme Court should correct the error On contraception and same sex marriage. So, something about it, you know, all the same thing. It's not their business. It's, if anything, if it's the state's business, it's the state's business, but it's not the Supreme Court's business.
3: Amen. Well, it's very, Rochelle, it's very simple. It's even more simple than that, friends. All those who hate me love death. The Bible says have nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness. Homosexuality is unfruitful. Abortion is unfruitful. Folks, there's a spiritual connection to all this stuff. It ought to be really, really simple for us to see. Now, I want to hang on get to you, Dr. Paul, just a second, Jeff. Here, a second. I want you guys to think about this. Uh, think about the lie of choice. I was thinking about this when I was getting ready to do my show today. Uh, I'm just going to open this up for a minute, and I want you to tell me how many choices a woman has before she gets an abortion. Can, can you tell me how many choices she has made to get to the place or well, she has to have an abortion. Can somebody, anybody want to start telling me, want to give me any choices that she didn't make?
13: Any? Well, I would say there's lots of choices on um, types of contraception.
3: Contraception. Another so choice. Anybody, anybody?
13: You can be pro-choice on whatever kind of contraception you want to use.
3: All right. What else? See, abortion is oh, nothing, nothing more than an excuse for uh a uh, premarital sex. That's all it is. That's all. max Out, sex outside marriage. That's all it is. Somebody else. You can else. Go ahead. choose not
2: to have sex.
3: You can choose not to have sex. Somebody else. You, you can, can choose, choose to adopt.
2: give the baby up for abortion to someone who would love that baby. You can choose to have the baby
3: be adopted. Somebody else. Don't go to the party. Don't go to the party. Keep your knees together. Yeah. Don't get drunk. Go ahead. Anybody else?
11: Yeah, yeah, yeah. the boy the boy could treat the girl with honor and keep it in the pants.
3: Wow. The father could speak I mean. to the daughter and turn her into a virtuous girl. That would be different, wouldn't it, huh?
11: How about bringing up the kid?
3: How about bringing up the kid? How about that? Folks, choice. They keep doing this, this empty, empty word of choice out there. There's 15 choices before you get to murder. And by the way, murder ain't a choice. <laughs> Sorry, it ain't a choice. It's not one of your 15. Sorry. God, we're so stupid. Let them continue Coach. to get away with it. That's why I'm saying we got to be loud. We got to be more loud and more bold than we have ever been. We have to do it now because people are paying attention. And our pastors don't say a word. Coach. If you're if you a pastor and you didn't preach on abortion yesterday, you ought to resign. Jesse oh, Jackson. Boy jesse jackson was product of a rape child yeah i won't say what i'm thinking right jeff
5: that's right
7: well oh, greetings from Nevada. um i'm a little really tired my voice is shot because i preached on saturday at the Dry queen story time they call it i got mocked by four lesbians and one homosexual at that event cops would call on me whole what was the whole department showed up was talking about how, what drag queens do, and what they what they perform. Just just the grooming method. Sunday, I was by myself, and all of a sudden, boom! Over ten pride boys showed up. <laughs> it's incredible. Even though the the method is a little, I managed to talk with a bunch of them, and they told me never heard of God, never were given the gospel at any, any time. So it was an experience. I got, I see attacked by four lesbians, different lesbians and, uh, one, and uh, two homosexuals. They're, they're,
3: let, me give you, let, me, let me give you some sound advice, all right? I can show you some videos right now. Stop going out alone. Stop going out alone. They're beating up street preachers all across America. They did it yesterday in multiple places. The cops don't do anything about it, folks. Right. The cops folks, don't
7: do anything about it. Yeah, but I don't
3: legal. Yeah, they been told to stand
7: down. Yeah, but the legal action network was together, and they did the air force, and I was the special forces on the ground, and the effect of what has happened, like you said, they they could hit me, but they didn't, and I preached the gospel, and referred to the absolute degradation of human life and what the drag queens do, sexualizing the children, they groom them and to let them have it. But so the, the love of the power power
3: because because just will abound, the love of many is wax and cold. This is not going to end well, friends. Not going to end well. Bless you, Jeff. Yep. Betty, come on in. Yep. Betty Perkins.
2: Well I just want to say what an amazing Betty, play I- play I-
3: Betty's I- player of the week. Player of the week Betty Perkins and her organization. <laughs> she did it. a sky. Right. Go ahead, Betty.
2: Well, I just want to say what an amazing event it was. And I'm sorry if I couldn't say hi to everybody, but hi, I loved you. I tried. But the connection that this family has is so electrifying. I mean, the yeah. energy is so amazing. We have a connection that will never be broken. And you have people that, if it's broken, they're there to fix it. Amen. Amen. Well, Amen. I want to Amen. say that Chad had texted me and he said the perfect words. He said, it recharged me. It definitely Me. did. Wow, is that the truth? God we needed is, it
3: too. thank you. And again, folks, we'll it, we'll get all the videos and everything. It wasn't about the videos. All the, the presentations were wonderful. It wasn't about that. It was always it's always about the fellowship. Mel, come on in.
2: Yeah. Thanks coach. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about it. It was a wonderful weekend. I loved it. And um, the speakers were great, but the fellowship was the best part. And Jeff, I just wanted to thank you because you gave us a way to practice the Liberty Action Network. You contacted Brett, and then I put up today's action with your two events that were happening in Reno. And, um, and I, I I was just happy. It was was a good way for us to practice. And um, I'm just really glad that it worked out good for you, but I encourage everybody if you have an action, if you, if you then you need to contact me and coach has my contact information, you can also send an email to um, the Liberty Action Network. Well, let me see, Liberty Action Network at Outlook.com. But if you're calling a play, make sure that you're thinking, okay, what do I want, what do I want the stakeholders to do? You know, who's gonna stake the place? Um, what do I want the Air Force, the prayer team to do? You know what is the mission? Like detail that all out to me so that I don't have to ask you twenty questions. You know what do you want the infantry to do? You know who do, who needs to be called? Do you need people to show up. And um, Jeff, I just want to encourage you too to try to build a people, you know, build some people around you because, like Coach said, I mean, you know, when people go to Planned Parenthood, the kill Mill, the rule is that you never go by yourself. So you need to develop a team around you there in Reno. And I think that we're going to be able to support you through the Liberty Action Network. I think everybody, this is not just for Ohio. Um, You know, you, we can start supporting what you're doing locally by putting up that we have a scrolling banner that says today's action. Anybody can go to that website and see what today's action is, but I need to receive like the actions to put up there. Does that make sense? So we're getting
3: your emails. We need your emails. If you're going to do something, contact Mel, and we'll get it out to everybody. And that's it on the bottom. Go to Liberty Action Network. Just go there. Just go there. Give us your email. And you want to say contact and contact and you talk to Mel. That's what we're doing. We need some prayer covering. We need some people to show up. We need some calls to be made. That's what it is. Amen. Dale, come on in. And I'm, go- I'm just going to say it again. Dale Sosha and his daughter Abigail drove a long, long way. A long, long way. And Dale's anointing again yesterday at our Sunday morning service and just Presence all weekend. I'm not blowing smoke at you, Dale. I just want you to appreciate you. I know it was a great personal sacrifice for you to be there. I know that. I want you to know that it was that we, as a collective, uh, you uh, you brightened our time together, Dale.
9: Well, Coach, I, I'm I'm about as bad as you and your wife taking compliments. I kind of I love doing the work. I hate getting the compliments. So in return of that, first I want to say. Another choice that you can make is take your daughter and go to Sky High for these events and have a wonderful time. Uh, I want to read this. This is what we closed out yesterday with. So those who did not go, I believe that they would concur in the spirit to be able, with tears in my eyes, read Philippians chapter one. This is what we spoke over, Coach. This hey, is hang what on we a second,
3: Dale. Let's get it up on the screen here. Philippians 1. Go
9: ahead, Dale. i got NESB, Coach, but it's very close in wording. Okay. It says this, I thank my God and all my remembrances of you, Coach, always offering prayer with joy in my every in joy in my every prayer for you. In view of your participation in the gospel from the first day until now, for I am confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you Amen. will complete it by the in the day of the Lord Jesus Christ, for it's only right for us to feel this way about you because you are in our hearts. I had to change some of the words around mm-hmm. since both in our imprisonment and in our defense, confirm the gospel. You are a partaker of grace with us for God is my witness for God is my witness coach. We love you.
3: Amen, Dale. Thanks. <laughs> and I, I thanks men. Uh, listen, friends, You'll always know this about me. I'll never ask you to do something I wouldn't do or haven't done. I'll I'll never do that. I'll never need to say somebody, you need to go do this and go do this and sit at home and eat eat potato chips while you go do it. As much as is possible with me, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. You guys know who says that, right? And it says in uh, John 10 that the true shepherd leads the sheep out, leads them out. I'm going to tell you this is going to be startling for some of you. Some of you already have a flock. Oh, you don't have a title of pastor, you don't have a title of ministry, but you you already got yourself a flock. And uh, just be like a, a flock of geese or a flock of ducks. Get out in front on the point and flap those wings and lead. And others will follow. Don't try to control them. Don't try to tell them what they have to do and what they have to believe and what they have to say, don't and what they have to wear. Let them be them. Honk, 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 honk. Let them honk. Teach them to honk. We need honkers. Paul, come in.
4: Coach, I, um, I reiterate what Reggie said about your coach and Dale and everybody here. I just want to remind folks it was 3% in the revolution that made the difference. There's far more in the United States. Um, and I think this whole Roe versus Wade was the pinnacle for me. You know, when I came on here, I said it was about the sanctity of life after I had that vision. It's very clear in my mind that, that this is going to change. It's going to balkanize a lot of the states. There is going to be violence. And uh, my flock's in Maine. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to be in Ohio. I, I it, it broke my soul. But I was at a meeting and I was disappointed name stands up. is all about medical freedom when it comes to their own lives and COVID and their jobs. Many, many of them are still about women's rights and all this stuff. They're still in that weird world where they actually believe that that isn't another human yeah, being. That's it's
3: crazy. It's...
4: You know what? It's going to change. I, I, is... just, I, I pray, but this whole thing about Dr. Medea just broke me.
3: Yeah, I'll pray for her. She's okay. Pray for her. Casper said she'll be fine. So folks, listen. Listen. Well, I only got a minute left. The pillars are falling. The pillars are falling. I don't know if you saw what Clarence Thomas said. Clarence Thomas, after the Roe decision was issued, Clarence Thomas made a statement. He says it's time for us to revisit gay rights and gay marriage. Those were not lawfully decided decisions, and we need to refinish, uh, revisit those. The t- walls are tumbling down. Samson is pulling down the walls. That's why I'm telling you, the old football coach, you have to know momentum. you got to move while you got the momentum. And I would challenge every one of you to do this. If your pastor spoke about the Supreme Court decision, email him or call him and thank him. And if he didn't, email and call him and ask him why. Why didn't you talk about abortion? The greatest, oh, my goodness, do you understand in heaven, you understand babies are not dying?
0: God help us to see. Love you all. Thanks. See you tomorrow.